Hey lovely, welcome to the Truth and Transformation podcast. This is a podcast that is definitely not for children because it's a no BS podcast, so I will be swearing, we will be talking about all the things, so put your headphones on if you've got little ones around you. We will talk about family, we will talk about relationships, we will talk about sex, we will talk vulnerability, we will talk trauma, we will talk all the things. This is a self-love podcast so that you can start feeling damn good about you and your life. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you for being here. Hey lovelies, my heart is so full and so happy and so beaming. There are so many things that I want to talk about in this podcast. Um, I want to talk about money fears, abundance, your desires. But before I do that, in case I forget, because this is just too important to my heart and my soul and I feel like collectively... Um, I've got to talk about this first because if I forget, I'll be like, no. Um, Self-Love Timber is coming back. If you don't know what Self-Love Timber is, it's my 30-day self-love challenge because self-love changes your whole frigging life. Big statement to make. I'm always going to make that statement because I sound like a broken record every time I say this and I need to like stop almost apologising for saying this. Um, But wherever you go, you're taking yourself. That's what I always say. That's what people always hear me say. So if you don't like the person, if you don't have a good relationship with yourself, if you're mean to yourself, if you're putting yourself down, life's just never going to feel so good. And if you know me, you'll have heard me say that so many times and... Oh, but it's just so powerful. So that is a free challenge that I'm doing. It's back for the third year. Um, I've got people doing it for the third time because it's just such a powerful um, challenge. And when I first did it in 2018, I didn't really know what I was doing in all honesty. And I was very, very new to my self-love journey and it still helped and people are coming back for the third year. And now I've, you know, I've been doing this quite a while and oh gosh, I, I like, I, I know this stuff. Like I know it, like I know it, like I know it. Um, gosh, like that is just, that is just where I excel teaching self-love. And I know that when you do the self-love work, your whole life will freaking change. So it's back. It's completely free. It happens over in Facebook in the Choose to Rise Facebook group, all free. Do join. And if you're not on Facebook and you want to up your self-love, obviously I'm always going to be here on the podcast, but oh my gosh, I totally think it's worth, even if you don't want to have any friends, join in Facebook just to do the challenge because it is super, super, super powerful. However, I'm not leaving anyone behind. So if you're listening on the podcast, all throughout September, I'm going to have four amazing frigging guests who um, I just really love and respect. And they're going to, I'm going to be asking them, you know, about what they do and their area of expertise to bring, you know, you some ahas and for you to just tap in what feels good for you. But also I will ask them about self-love as well. So um, I'm not going to be leaving you out. You're going to be part of it too. But if you want like the full powwow thing, um, do join the Choose to Rise Facebook group and join us for self-love timber and if you're listening to this after september all the replays will be there so you're never going to miss anything you're never ever behind i truly believe in divine timing you will be listening to this at the perfect time for you when your soul is ready for this message of like oh my gosh it's time to really really frigging love me and if you're already doing self-love it's like it's time to go deeper because the more 
the depths that we go is really oh, oh my gosh you know you can do it surface level you get surface level result you go deep you you look at sort of your fears and your insecurities and your pain wow I mean it's just life-changing how much can change from that but let's get into the podcast so today I want to talk about abundance money fear desire this is something that I feel, um, I knew I wanted to talk about money when I started this podcast. And as always, divine timing, um, this is the week it felt um, aligned to talk about it. Because I feel like um, everybody will, maybe not everybody, but I think a lot of us will be able to relate to this to different degrees. How money and um, kind of that scarcity and fear can really stop us feeling really good and for me it's not all about feeling good you won't feel good all the time because you have preferences you have likes you have dislikes but I also for me it's like I just wanted money to stop owning me and for me money owned me for like a really really long time I had so many money fears and you know if part of doing like the the kind of self-love work I'd be be working on 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 myself and it would be literally just so many things were changing from really learning about self-love and how to do it and really just not seeking everything outside of me because um whilst like I mean I do a podcast I listen to self-help stuff I would call myself a a self-help junkie I also know we can get self-help fatigue where really we're listening to all the self-help stuff because there's a part of us that thinks you know we need we need fixing you know, we need to, to be better and stuff. So I'm very, very aware of like, you know, self-love is also so important so that we um, go into our body and we really, really trust ourselves. And this is something I've been really working on with myself, with my coach, who is a, their first guest for Self-Love Timber, um, Autumn Benset. So I'm really, really excited to, to, to bring her on for you. But I would be doing all this self-love work and um, what would get me completely out of sync. And when I say out of sync, I don't actually think right I don't think we can actually get out of alignment I think we can get out of um being in our soul truth for sure but even then not really I truly believe everything autocorrects and we we learn lessons in those things of like this is not the path for me and this doesn't feel good which only strengthens the path more because you just get more clear and get more clarity so I actually think you can stray to too far away even if you find yourself you know I've been at times in my life where you know I've had um I just didn't want to be here and just a lot of um depression and stuff in the past you know anxiety just worrying what everybody thought of me all of that but I know now like I I needed those experiences and I wouldn't change any of it and gosh that's powerful but having said that, I want to be in my truth. I want to be letting my ego go as much as humanly possible in, in this lifetime because we have an ego. We all have an ego. I have an ego. And ego is that false self and it's the fears and stuff. And one of the ways that ego works is obviously it operates on survival. So I don't care what anybody says. We, we live in a world where we need money for survival. So, 
yes, I know it's possible to kind of, you know, live in the wild and hunt and gather and stuff, but let's be honest, you know, it's not, not, we're just not going to do that. I mean, I'm not going to do that. Maybe you will do that, but it's, it's really, really hard to, to do that. So we need money and we get taught that money's this bad thing and money's the root of evil and all of that crap, which is not true because money doesn't have a brain. Money doesn't have a conscience. Like, you know, if you have a £20 note in front of you, that £20 note's not like, I hate you and you are not worthy of me and I want to be spent with somebody else. No, no, no. Like, money doesn't care. It's the person behind the money. You know, money in, you know, the right hands can just do so much good in the world. Money with somebody that's um, power hungry and all about the ego and all about being better than somebody else can use money in a way to be corrupt. Money's not the issue. So for me, one of the most self-loving things you can do is be abundant. Now, abundance isn't, um, you know, just about money. It's, it's all the things. You know, somebody can have a lot of money and not be abundant. So I want to kind of talk about that today. I want to talk about money, abundance, desire. But for me, one of the most self-loving things we can do is allow ourselves to be abundant. And a part of that is allowing yourself to be wealthy. And in terms of wealth, everyone will have a different definition for that. But I'm going to talk about money today. I'm going to talk about all forms of abundance, but I want to talk about money. I don't think it is very self-loving to not allow yourself to be financially flourishing. I don't think you should put your self-worth on it. Money and self-worth are two completely different things. Like your worth is not on status, your worth is not on how much money you earn. You can find abundance and have virtually no money, you know, really, really, you could be in a lot of debt, you could be really like worrying financially and you can find so much worth and value for yourself because, you know, if you listen to this podcast, especially listen to kind of number three, like you already know if you were more than enough, like, oh my gosh, you just so are enough. And I talked about this, I think in the last episode, episode eight, about even if somebody else doesn't see that, it's not because you're not enough, it's just some of us aren't a fit. And that's all it is. There's no more to kind of add to that. Doesn't make them less than, doesn't make you less than, doesn't make them more than, you more than. We're all just more than enough. But and I shouldn't use the word but because there is no but here. I also know that when I started tapping into deep self-love work, I stopped saying things like, I just want enough to get by. You know, if I could just have enough money to pay for, you know, bills and this, that and the other, then I'll be good. And... I came to realise, and, and this this may be true for you, this may be all you want, and I think whatever you want, whatever resonates for you, like, go for that. You are your own person. You know what's best for you, and trust that. But what I realised is I was saying that, and it wasn't true. Like, I full-heartedly believed it. I was so conditioned into thinking, you know, as long as I have enough to get by, you know, just enough to kind of cover everything, to 
not have to worry, you know, that then I'll be happy. First of all, that's not true because we're creatures of desire. You can't turn desire off. Desire is not a bad thing. It can hurt you. I'm going to go into that. But desire isn't isn't a bad thing. Desire is a beautiful thing. I love desire. But I'm going to go into how it can hurt you, but also can be a tool to just birth so much joy in your life. It's both. We'll go into that. But I would kind of be like, oh, as long as I've just got enough to get by and, you know, I don't need all these things. I don't need this and I don't need that and etc, etc. But as I started deepening up, deepening into my self-love work, I was like, okay, maybe I don't need all these extra things. You know, as long as I have enough to get by, that was the thing that I had, then, you know, that's all good. But I realised for me personally, and this may be different for you, you have to come to your own truth on this, that actually wasn't loving, didn't feel good for me. The way I kind of um, look at it is anybody you truly love, like you truly love that, you just think, oh my gosh, this person's amazing. Would you ever just want for them just enough to get by? As long as they have enough to get by, no extra, nothing just for pleasure, nothing just for joy. As long as they can just scrimp by or, or just have a bit more than scrimping by, you know, as long as their needs are met. And I was like, no, I would want all my loved ones to really, really be able to experience and just go for their desires and just, and yes, we can experience so much with, you know, because abundance, I really, truly, truly believe it's an inside job. But like, money is a tool. That's all it is. It's not good or bad. It's a tool so we can have more experiences. And I, I don't feel we should be shamed for that. I think we've been conditioned to sh- be shamed for our desires. But I truly believe that a lot of our desires, yes, we can have ego desire for sure. But I think we have to be careful with that because some of that is just conditioning that we feel like it's it's an ego thing. And sometimes it's a soul thing. And I think we've got to get clear on on what it is. And this is where it doesn't work without the self-love work. So I I truly believe that we have desire for a reason. It comes up because like as as creatures, we evolve. And, um, you know, when nature stops growing, it starts dying. You know, we probe create from desire for me desire is so 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 powerful and everything we've got now be it electricity aeroplanes all these things all created from desire you know the technology you're hearing me on you know even just desire for um women's rights you know to be able to vote it was desire and i'm sure we can all agree so many good things came out of that. You know, I'm not just talking about, um, you know, women being able to, to vote, of course. I mean, I mean, it's ridiculous to think that some, you know, in some countries women can't vote. Um, my point is, if we were to put desire in a category of bad, then it's like saying all these um, things that we, you know, that are no longer exist, um, 
that have really, really kind of changed things for us, like women being able to vote, as I say, I know they can't vote everywhere, and let's just hope that frigging changes. If nobody had the desire for that, so how can desire be a bad thing? And it's because we know at times that our desire has hurt us. We really, really, really wanted something and we've been attached to it and it hasn't happened and it's hurt us and we felt less than and we felt not good enough. It could have been a person we really wanted it to work out with and it didn't. They didn't want us. And we made that mean that we're not enough. The desire wasn't the issue. It was that you put your worth on that. This is why desire doesn't work, that's self-love work. Desire isn't the issue. Desire can be a really beautiful thing. And what I realised in my self-love journey was to, to just be saying all I wanted was enough to get by and to not really fully express the things that I truly wanted, the experiences that I truly wanted, wasn't self-loving for me. I don't think that is love. I don't think it's loving to to say to somebody when they they want something, no, 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 don't go for that. Just have enough to get by. Stay in this box. Never grow. I think, for me personally, what we love, we want to grow. We want it to to fully flourish, to fully bloom. So for me, money is a really, really it's not the most important thing. And I think even just me saying that, I know that's conditioning to be like, I don't want you to think that all I care about is the money. All that crap. But also it isn't the most important thing. But to say money's not important is a lie. Even if you're somebody who classes themselves as, you know, not materialistic, which again, I think can be a way of kind of saying, I'm better than you because I'm not materialistic right? And I, I get that because overconsumption hurts us, hurts the planet. Totally, totally get that. Totally get that 100%. Get where you're going with that. I also know that money is important and I used to think it wasn't important. And that was conditioned into me because if you feel bad, you know, for wanting money and you think it makes you a bad person, you will stay, you know, um, without a lot of money um, and money, all the things you want to do in life, not all of them, but a lot of the things you want to do in life cost money. Me starting this podcast cost me money. I did it um, really um, very low cost, didn't cost me a lot of money. Obviously what you class as a lot of money is um, everybody will have a different opinion on that but you know I I pay monthly to kind of have it hosted so for me it wasn't a lot of money I did it kind of very low end but it was money my website to host it like again low end because I do you know all the graphics and things myself but I pay you know a, a fee a year to have my website hosted like you know I I pay for internet every single month so that I can do live videos so I can put the podcast out there and my work changes lives that costs me money so you know when people say oh um I remember listening to this podcast and this person was talking about you know how money was bad and you know if we all just kind of lived you know 
um, outback and we didn't have this, that and the other. And I thought, I, I get what she's saying because for me, and she wasn't talking about self-love, but I was like, I totally get what she's saying because I know when you don't love yourself, it doesn't matter how much stuff you have, you'll never, never feel good. We we see this, um, you know, when somebody makes a lot of money and they end up taking their lives because this, they got the thing that they thought was going to make them happy and they won. But here's the thing, it wasn't because they got the thing that was bad, it's because they didn't love themselves. It's because they didn't feel enough. They felt they had something to prove. There could be other reasons too, but my point is it comes down to the relationship with yourself. But as this person was saying that, I was just like, but you're talking on a podcast and you're being interviewed on a podcast and you're talking about these things that you want to support and where she was now living out back, to get there, she had to get on a plane. All those things cost money. Money is important. Money isn't bad. We've made it that. I feel like one of the most self-loving things you can do is allow yourself to be financially well. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking, Kirsty, that's all good and well, I'm really, really struggling with money right now. This is why I want to have this conversation. I've been in really, really financial hard places. Um, we actually currently um, live above um, our in-laws because we had no money and we had to move in with them. And now we don't live together. We basically, they converted their house into two flats. We once had no money that, again, we had to move in with them. Um, but at the time they were running it as a and b so they didn't have any space. So we lived in a caravan for a bit. Um, I can remember growing up, we were never kind of like in, you know, poverty. We always had like um, presents and stuff under the tree. But I can remember there was a lot of money fear there. And um, I can remember once walking into the bedroom on my mum and she was cutting up credit cards crying. And I can remember if the car broke, it was a really big deal. And I can remember one Christmas um, where the um, the oven broke. And I can just remember it just being this like really bad thing and my my mum just worrying. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, this is just awful. So there was a lot of money fear. And so for me, one of the things that on my self-love journey that would kind of get me out of feeling good, and when I say get me out of feeling good, it wasn't that money got me out of feeling good because money, you know, money doesn't have that power. You know, a 50 pound note can't like shout at you and be like, you're not enough, blah, blah, blah. What I mean is my feeling of feeling unsafe without money and that I wasn't going to be okay would get me out of power. Me thinking, oh my gosh, how am I going to pay for this? How am I going to do this? How are we going to afford this? Would get me out of my power. And I wouldn't feel abundant. And I now know that abundance, it sounds like such a cliche, but it truly is an inside job. Like, I can go outside and ground and just be in nature and feel truly, truly abundant. And I can feel this sense of peace and that comes along with doing the self-love work. Because you can have money come in to you and then it doesn't take those money fears away because then you'll be like, oh, what if it doesn't come again? What if it's a fluke? And you, you still feel unsafe. So for me... 
one of the most self-loving things we can do is work on our money fears. Work on trusting ourselves that we got this and we are safe. You know, oftentimes we um we get so scared because we're like, what if I lose my home? What if I lose this? You know, what if I lose that? But like for me, I realised that I was in such a privileged position, even if I lost my home and stuff and we couldn't afford to pay rent and stuff, which is actually how we ended up living with um, Tony's parents. I actually have family and stuff and I'd be okay. It was more just, I didn't want those things. I didn't desire those things. I desired my own freaking home, my own money. And that's actually beautiful and that's actually self-loving. So for me, it's like, that like desire is not a bad thing. Just don't put your worth on how much money and stuff you have. I feel like I need to do another episode on this and talk about this deeper. Things that helped me with money fears and stuff um, was really soul doing the soul work, really working on, on my nervous system and really believing that I wasn't the chosen one and I got to be financially well and then following my desire. What did that look like for me? It looked like doing the work that I do now and believing I could take the risk and work this out financially. That I'm my own security and my security didn't come from a job. It it came from me. And that that changed so freaking much. And I for full transparency, I haven't nailed this yet. I still I still have money fears and stuff that come up. Um I still worry at times, you know, will will you know, if I put this program out, you know, will it sell and this and the other, I, I still have those things come up. Less so, less so, less so, less so. Um, and what I'm I'm realising is the, the hustle thing doesn't work, but it also doesn't work to not follow my desires. And the only reason we don't follow our desires of what we really want to do in this world is because of fear it won't work out. And again, that comes to putting your worth on it, being really, really attached to the outcome. Like when I have this, then I'll be enough. I need to do another episode on this. So um, I'm, yeah, I'm going to do that. But I want to leave you with this. If you're struggling financially, be a friend to you. Work on aligning with your nervous system. But know that your current situation or your past doesn't dictate your future and I my belief is if you're listening to this you're going to be financially really really well but first focus on abundance start loving you don't put your worth outside of you on on money stuff and start trusting and following your desires like what what would you do if you weren't afraid that it was going to fail and if you don't know the answer yet although I think we always do deep down and we deny it um start asking yourself these questions because I really believe in the quote with Tony Robbins that he says, oh, you know, our life is, is basically, I'm paraphrasing, I'm getting this wrong, I can't remember exactly what he says, but he basically says the quality of our life is the quality of the questions we ask ourselves. So ask yourself really good questions about what it is you desire and start tapping into those. 
Anyway, I will be back next week. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. Namaste, lovely.